Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stories of evil witches abound in Appalachia with powers little understood by most folks. Today we have a tale of a young girl whose insolence to a tough old woman led to unforeseen consequences. You're listening to Mountain Lore, Tales from Appalachia. Hmm. Well? I guess the moral of the story, which I'll tell before we even tell the story, is have respect for your elders. Okay, that that says a lot right here. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Especially when your elders can cast spells on you. Ooh, ooh, it's one of those. Oh yeah. my. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, we're going to go to a place called Midway, a very quiet town nestled amidst rolling hills and lush countryside. And there lived a respected doctor named McChesney. Now, he was a man of science and reason and a devoted husband, and the proud father of four young children. Their home, a stately dwelling, was staffed with several servants, one of whom was a 15-year-old girl named Maria. Little did they know that their peaceful lives were about to be disrupted by a series of strange and unsettling events. One chilly evening in January, as the McChesney family gathered around the dining table for supper, Maria burst into the room, trembling with fear. Her eyes were wide open, and her voice quivered as she spoke of an eerie encounter. She claimed that an old woman, her head wrapped in a mysterious garment, had been chasing her from the kitchen. Hmm. Initially, the family dismissed the incident as a mere figment of the young girl's imagination. However, in the following days, Maria's demeanor became increasingly erratic. She exhibited signs of paranoia and frequently complained of being afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. Her peculiar behavior didn't go unnoticed, and the McChesney family began to grow concerned. Then, one fateful day, a supernatural phenomena happened. A sudden shower of stones rained down upon the roof of the McChesney house, sending shockwaves through the household. The stones were of substantial size, akin to a grown man's clenched fist, And some were so heavy they seemed impossible to be thrown by a person of ordinary strength. To make matters more perplexing, 
Some of the rocks were searing hot, scorching the dry grass upon impact. Word of these bizarre stone showers spread like wildfire through the town and beyond, attracting curious onlookers from miles away. The McChesney Yard became a gathering place, filled with the bewildered faces of those who couldn't quite believe what they were witnessing. On days when the stone showers didn't occur, skeptical visitors left doubting the validity of that strange occurrence. It's a bunch of bull, as some folks say. (laughs) Maria's distress continued, and she still spoke of the mysterious old woman pursuing her. Growing suspicious that Maria might be involved in the disturbances, Dr. McChesney decided to send her to his brother-in-law, Thomas Steele, for her safety. Little did they know that this would only further entangle them in the mysterious events. After Maria arrived at the Steele household, Mrs. Steele, her children, and another woman with her children were gathered under a tree in the yard. Mrs. Steele was knitting, and the other woman was washing clothes. In a sudden, terrifying moment, they heard a deafening commotion coming from inside the house, like the thundering hooves of a stampede. The two women rushed inside, followed by Maria, who had apparently run back in a state of horror. Inside the McChesney home, they discovered a baffling sight. The furniture in the front room, including the bed, dresser, chairs, and and irons, had been inexplicably piled up in a chaotic heap in the middle of the room. Just as they tried to figure out this bizarre scene, stones began to rain down on the house. Panic set in as they realized that something otherworldly was at play. The Steels, as you can imagine, eventually decided, we're going to send Maria back over to the McChesneys. Yeah. Yeah. But their supernatural torment continued. Stones continued to rain down on their roof, and some even found their way inside the house. Mysterious forces seemed to be at work, breaking glass, cupboard doors, plates, and dishes. Furniture was relentlessly pelted, leaving marks that would linger for years to come. Inside the house, mind you. Well, this malevolent presence was not confined to the McChesney or Steele houses. Even when the children sought refuge at their grandmother Steele's house, the inexplicable continued. Stones fell from the sky out of her house, and the furniture in her kitchen began to move on its own, almost as if it were possessed. One day, a large kitchen bench unexpectedly sprang to life, prancing about the floor like a horse. <laughs> the children found that to be funny. Uh- And young John Steele even tried to mount the bench as if it were a real horse. (laughs) However, the bench's wild antics proved too much and John fainted from the fright it instilled in him. (laughs) During this period, the farm servants working on the McChesney property also experienced their own share of odd and eerie incidents. Mm -hmm. Food and tools they took with them to the fields vanished, only to reappear later back at the house. These occurrences further deepened the sense of unease that had settled over this property. Mm-hmm. Amidst this ongoing turmoil, Maria's claims of being tormented by an unseen force persisted. One day, Mrs. Steele decided to take matters into her own hands, attempting to protect the girl. She seated Maria and with a stick began to strike about her as if fending off an invisible assailant. 
To everyone's shock, Maria cried out in pain, insisting that she was being beaten and pricked with pins. Now this was not what Mrs. Steele was doing to her. She was trying to get whatever that was off of her. Uh-huh. These apparent blows on Maria by this unseen force were heard distinctly by those present, but nothing could be seen inflicting the harm. The girl eventually fell to the floor, exhausted and seemingly lifeless. After some time, she was revived, but her complaints of being punished persisted for weeks. Well, exhausted and desperate to bring an end to the inexplicable events that had plagued their lives, Dr. McChesney and his wife made a drastic decision. They dismissed Maria from their employ. Remarkably, as soon as Maria left the McChesney household, the disturbances ceased. Oh. Turns out there was an old woman who came to be believed as being at the center of these events. She was regarded by the townsfolk as a living embodiment of the region's mysterious and sometimes sinister folklore. Mm. People would speak of her in hushed tones, referring to her as the witch. Mm -hmm. She was rumored to have the power to summon storms, control the elements, and cast malevolent spells on those who crossed her path. The McChesney and Steele families weren't the only ones who'd experienced the old woman's wrath, though. Tales of her other acts spread through the community, each one adding to the legend of the witch who walks to, each one adding to the legend of the witch who walked among them. This old woman was said to walk the rugged trails, her gnarled stick tapping rhythmically on the ground as she chewed her tobacco. Those who had encountered her described her as a disagreeable and fearsome old woman and took great care to avoid her. And even as a young boy, Dr. McChesney himself had given her a wide berth when they crossed paths. Mm-hmm. Well, Gina, it appears that Maria had also crossed paths with this old woman, and unlike others older and wiser, you know, being uh-huh. 15 years old, she had been insolent toward the old woman, earning her ire. The mysterious forces at play were believed to be the work of this figure, who had taken offense at the young girl's insolence and unleashed her full wrath and fury in the form of supernatural torment. With Maria's departure, the eerie disturbances ceased, leaving behind a bewildered community and a tale of the inexplicable that would be whispered about for generations to come. Yes, respect your elders by all means. Mind your manners, buddy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Especially when in the presence of evil. Well, you know, you never know what people can do to you. Mm-hmm. Especially if they have the power of witchcraft mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess she found out a little too late. <laughs> wow. Good story. Thank you. Thank you. And that, folks, is another one of the tales from Appalachia that we love to tell. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Mountain Lore Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Till next we meet, sweet dreams, podcast listeners. <laughs>